0: Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am just one of your hosts this week, and I am joined by so many other hosts. It's it's ridiculous. Did you the most your you've name? ever had? Did, Did I? You, even, you? I don't think you even said your name. I didn't say my name again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joey Crunwell. Welcome
1: to the chaos, Taylor. <laughs> I, that, I love it.
0: It's all good. I love it. I <laughs> know oh, I can't say that. There's too many voices. We're <laughs> I'm Joey crunwell joined by Tab. Where's my gun, London? How are you doing, Tab? <laughs> Doing doing
1: swell.
0: <laughs> did you find your gun?
2: Yeah, I did. Okay,
0: good. Uh, and also, Ron, <laughs> the hangover hoe, Kluwinski. How's it going, Ron? Uh, you know, as good as it can. Still hungover?
3: <laughs> sure, why not?
0: Okay, and uh, Paul, the voices and the choices, Grosskopf. How are you doing, Paul?
3: Oh, hearing so many voices and making so many poor choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we will get to that. And special guest, we've never had... Her on, but we. she's a friend of ours. We've we've played Halo together, talked about all kinds of games. Kim Kitsuragi, or sorry, it's Kim. <laughs> 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 I have this written out and it doesn't make sense the way it looks. Taylor Kim Kitsuragi Stan, number one, Carlson, assistant professor of graphic design and, and, and animation at Vista University. How are you doing, Kim Kitsuragi Stan, number one?
4: Taylor. I I didn't know that I was going to get a title, and I can't believe that you snooped into my office and you found the extra nameplate that I had engraved for me that actually (laughs) says that (laughs)
0: on it. That was amazing work. I do my research when we have a new guest. I'm like... He's a um, a
2: good detective.
0: You guys also can't see
4: this, like... It, it's sad because we're on video and you're not, but I am currently holding up the 3D print model that I have of Kim Kitsuragi uh, that was pulled from see. the game.
5: Um, you right. can, see. All the
4: listeners uh, can just imagine it, um, but it's great. Um, that's how much... Like I like I also See? like Disco Elysium, but uh, Kim Kitsaragi is certainly one of the highlights, and I will talk about him at length.
0: Yeah, uh, so no. you're <laughs> along you're, with other things. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually the reason. So, so th- our main topic for today is this is episode one of two, probably, but we'll talk about that because man, did some of us struggle. Uh, one of at least <laughs> two Disco Elysium game clubs, and you highly recommended this game to us when we were playing Halo. Um, You were like, I'm dying to talk to someone about it. And we were all like, oh, well, that's on our playlist. Like, we're going to play it eventually. So we were like, why don't we all just play it and talk about it on the podcast. So before we get to that, though, tell us a little bit about yourself. So who are you as a gamer? What kind of games do you like? Obviously, this is one of your favorite games, right? What are some of your others?
4: Oh, man. It's uh, it's difficult to say. I think that uh, when I first started, you know, when I first started gaming, I used to be a lot pickier about genre. And nowadays, uh, way less so. I will play just about anything if it's been recommended. Recently, I've uh, started another Hades save because uh, in preparation for this podcast, I decided to do another Disco Elysium, um, you know, playthrough. And so, you know, about two weeks before the podcast, I was like, I should get started. So, of course, I opened up Hades and I started a new, <laughs> you know, I started a new game and Hellboat, because, you know, that's how your brain works. Um, but uh, really, I love Dishonored. Um, so, uh, obviously, story can really get me. Um, but I also am a real sucker for, like, good gameplay. Like, I've logged a lot of hours into, like, Doom Eternal. <laughs> um, I've played, uh, you know, I did, like, you know, Dark Souls, like, Wine, a couple of other things. So, I, I will play just about anything, but I will say that uh, Disco um just going dishonored are pr- pretty pretty high up for me in terms of video games I love.
0: You you did that thing with Halo Infinite with us where you came into the group and you were so humble and you were like, oh I don't know <laughs> I'm not I'm not very good guys, and then immediately you're fucking carrying us just. Demolishing the other teams. And it was like, Oh, okay, sure. Listen, yeah, you're
4: <laughs> listen, I'm not carrying us, but I like to think that like I like like Tab carries all of us, but then I think that, that no. Um uh, I think it's also because I, I left out the uh, the third and greatest love of my life in video games, which is Team Fortress Two. Um you oh, know, we, we well, can't not right. talk about it's Team Fortress team Two. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so you can invite me on the podcast and just every put a thousand hours into Team Fortress Two, like really quick. um, Call me back.
0: (laughs) Are those (laughs) servers still up?
4: Oh, yeah. TF2 servers are still up and still causing drama every day. Still free. Free to play, everyone.
0: Wow. Well, okay. So let's, you know, we don't have a lot of time. We want to try to fit this into two hours. So let's get started. We have a little bit of news to cover. Just a couple of things. We'll try to be quick with it. So, first off, Papers, Please! is coming to mobile August 5th. Um, this is via the developer Lucas Pope on Twitter, and I just wanted to share this because I love Papers, Please, and it's one of the games that I use in the classroom a lot because I think it's so narratively rich and mechanically interesting, but it's also very simple. It's just point and click and drag and, and things like that. And coming to mobile makes it so much more accessible. Um, so I'm I'm really excited for this. I mean, I, I don't know is that is when. that why you
2: is that why you were playing Oregon Trail? Did you kind of think of it that when you were playing, like make you think of Oregon Trail?
0: No, I was playing Oregon Trail because I'm teaching a summer course. And so we were talking about, we were doing a a, a rhetorical analysis and I like to use the Oregon Trail because it's really simple. They can play it as a class. It's old. So there's no like, you know, it's and, and it's accessible. I can play it through the internet, internet Archive. So mm. I wanted to play papers, please actually. And I proposed it to my director and my director was like, no, Not because of the students, but because of their parents. Because if the students go home and say, we're playing this game about immigration and terrorism, their parents are going to be like, Uh, they're doing, you're doing what at summer school? So we we can't
4: let them know about that. Exactly. So (laughs) I chose
0: gone home. We played gone home. So as long as, you know, there, there's still some themes there that might might get me in trouble. But so far, they haven't. So. Hey,
1: Mom, Dad, there's this gay kid in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, they
0: I seem think... really cool, and I like them. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no. when, when we are making our future course, now we have to include Papers, Please, 50% yes. on Spite. Like, already thinking about including yeah. it, because it's such an incredible game. But now I'm just like, I really want to like be like, we're, we're going to do this. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're going to do this for Joey. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs>
0: um. So what, so what do you guys think? Paul, have you played this? I think you might be the only one who haven't. Hasn't no, good? I
3: haven't. I've heard oh. nothing but good things. Yeah, um it's so good. Yes, but I I haven't I I think what's been intimidating me is it seems really stressful. Like oh, yeah. 100%. like incredibly yep. like you're 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 constantly, you know, between a, a rock and a hard place. Um and 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 I think that yeah, that that scares me mixed with I think it's I, I maybe it's just after all these years of grad school, but I feel so buried in like a, a horrible bureaucracy, you know. Where <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I feel, I feel yeah, powerless and kind of now it's time to relax with problem. some government yeah. <laughs> oppression. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like <laughs> I don't know if I, I I on one hand I don't know if I need to like take that up in my free time as well, but like at the same time <laughs> I've heard it's amazing, so maybe maybe I should give it a try.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll just say that the game sets you up to fail so if you mm-hmm. go in with that the first time because you can play multiple times if you go in with that I think it's easier because I'm the same way like I want to do well and you're going to get the sense going in like I'm not doing well I, why do I keep fucking up kind of like disco but we'll get there um, <laughs> I was just going to say how would you enjoy a disco <laughs> you were warned <laughs> oh man I'm such a loser uh, but, but yeah so like I think if you go in with that mindset of like I'm probably going to play it more than once the game is it's part of the narrative for me to fail, at least the first time that I, it might make it easier. But we have a ton of games to play, so I, I don't blame you for, for pushing it back on the backlog. Um, speaking of pushing it back on the backlog, I know you were excited, Paul, to play the Knights of the Old Republic remake, which is, according to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, indefinitely delayed. So he said in a tweet, "Developer Aspire abruptly fired two directors this month and told staff that the project is on pause as it tries to figure out what comes next." So, how do you like them apples? As when Paul Grosskoff said last well, episode, "Well, it's so disappointing. I, I, it's
2: I've... really fucking crazy." Yeah, like I, I really, I'm really curious as to why what what happened. Yeah,
0: it seems like a slam dunk. You know what I mean? Like all the components are there. If you wanted to like follow the the Capcom model with the Resident Evil games, just take those elements, upres them, and like make them use modern mechanics uh, and, and and a modern engine, and maybe add a couple of very small things that don't intrude with that core experience, and you're golden. So I'm like, what is going on over there? Like, what wild ideas are they trying to to make come you, you to life? You know what probably
2: happened? They probably saw Rockstar's canceling of the uh, other remakes and remasters are like nope we can't we can't do this we can't rockstar
0: can't do it yeah rockstar can't can't. do it we can't either (laughs) and they were never
3: (laughs) they fired people over it (laughs) they're like we didn't call our studio
0: aspire for for nothing (laughs) we didn't call it accomplished (laughs) we (laughs) didn't call it adequate yeah so
3: so I have to say, here are my, my thoughts. One, these apples taste like dog shit. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> They're horrible. I would like to return these apples to the store. Um that's one. But two, if there is a silver lining, and I, I, I I'm desperately grasping for a silver lining, um, given this this horrible news, um, I, you know, had felt even though I had, I've committed to playing, um, Kotar and Kotar 2, um, this summer on, um, on my Switch, I had still felt some lingering, sort of hesitation of like oh is the the remake gonna come out like a year after this and like maybe i should have waited now that's gone you know (laughs) like this is who knows you know who knows when this is coming out so i feel like fully you know free and 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 sort of set to uh to just play them without any any sort of guilt or hesitation so that's a good thing but fuck what what a what a tragic turn of events (laughs) yeah
0: for sure, Taylor. Have you played any of the KOTOR games?
4: No, this is one that I'm missing out on. So maybe we got a we got we got a game switch on our hands. Like you, you know, y'all yeah. played Disco for me, so uh, yeah. Now it'll have to cut the other way.
2: Well, y'all better get some OG Xboxes.
0: <laughs> well, no. Now it's on. Oh, uh, is it backwards switch? compatible? It's on Switch, it? yeah, no. and it's on PC. Um, I think it's on. Yeah, it's backwards compatible with the Xbox Series X.
2: Hmm.
0: Ron, you get one? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> any other thoughts about that before we move on? Right, cool. We're zipping we're zipping along. So let's briefly talk about what we've been playing. I think we can save the Disco Elysium. I see everyone has it listed <laughs> on, there, on there. We can save that for the, the discussion. Um, what else have we been playing? Tab, have you been playing anything else?
1: Um, playing a little bit of Animal Crossing New Horizons, oh, just yeah. doing the daily chores and trying to help... Um, tears I get the furniture that she wants so
5: yeah
0: where have you landed What's on your- money making I know you were trying to figure that out trying to come up with a scheme
1: yeah I don't really have a scheme at this point mostly just like what you were talking about catching you know bugs and fishing and stuff like that but I haven't been playing it like really intensely this past week but just more casually You know.
0: yeah same, same here I haven't had as much time so it's like every day I desperately just go in and Make sure mm-hmm. I do my, my brief little things. So, yeah. haven't even had time to harass Boomer to try to get him off my island. <laughs> <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> But, uh, um, that and Stray. But I feel like we'll save Stray maybe for next week. So next week we're going to be yeah. talking about the Far Cry movie and we'll talk more in depth about that. I haven't finished it because I was like, oh, I can't, I don't have time for that. I got to play Disco Elysium thinking I gave myself more than enough time. <laughs> No, because of, nope. we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Ron, what have you been playing besides disco?
2: Um I ate a burrito earlier and it was really good.
0: <laughs> oh. well, <laughs> des- describe it in detail. It, tell, uh, tell us about your <laughs> burrito, Ron. It was a uh,
2: carnitas burrito with uh, mm. Mm. Uh, beans and cheese. Nothing else because I don't really like sour cream or anything. Um, but it was really good. I actually only ate half the burrito. I just got the big one, saved half of it for later so I can eat it after the podcast. You're a man Ta- of
4: intense self control. I, I mean, it was as Iron big as will. my it was as big as my forearm. So I, my statement stands.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I can't eat like that anymore without getting insanely ill. So I don't.
1: Um, <laughs> this place, Joey like, knows about baby burritos. I
0: thought that's what Ron was referencing. I thought you were. I you were making fun of me because we went to this Mexican restaurant over here when Tab and and Paul and Jacqueline were out here. And I ordered a burrito, thinking like I'm not—I don't know—I want to get something different. And this thing was like round, like you said. It was like the size. It was like we call it a baby burrito because it looked like a little swaddled baby. It was fucking massive, <laughs> <laughs> and I tried so hard, and I could only eat half of it. That's, that's same the same thing.
2: There was this place called El Famous Burritos by my parents' house, and that's it, they used to be like basically just like a football. Like that's how big and round they were, uh, and they were stupid cheap. It was like eight dollars for that. Uh, Shit. They just filled it with so much rice it was really good though yeah uh, but yeah other than that like i haven't even had time to i haven't even bought straight yet because i'm like i know i'm, I'm I, I can't distract myself i gotta play disco elysium yeah Oof. yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> paul how about you um, I, I have not played anything else. Um, I had a burrito for lunch, though, as <laughs> part of the uh, deluxe um, cravings box from Taco Bell. It is, it is incredible. Um, they do, uh, let's see, a chalupa. That, that was great. Um, yes. Um, chips with nacho cheese. Um, the Cantina crispy chicken taco, which was delicious as well. And That's then, amazing. Uh,
0: Get the, there's the one with the avocado sauce, right?
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know what's amazing? I want to highlight this. Taco Bell is not yet a sponsor. Not yet. Not yet. I was just going to say, (laughs) we'll take it. (laughs) Guys, are going to meet for 10 minutes? I need to play a a real quick order at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say what's amazing about the deluxe cravings box is with cravings boxes I've gotten in the past, it seems like there was, like, one or two premier items, and the rest is kind of like, yeah, it's fine, like, hard shell taco, like, whatever. It's it's fine, it's, but whatever. This, the the deluxe, is truly the deluxe. It's fucking packed to the gills with some primo items, got five-layer burrito in there. Oh, it's incredible. So good. So, yeah, had that for lunch, um, feeling very full, and, uh, yeah, life is good, and I needed the sustenance because, man, Disco Elysium, what a, what a <laughs> Journey. <laughs> what?
0: A, a dense witch journey. Taylor, have you been playing anything besides uh, Disco and Hades?
4: Oh man. Um, I think the only other game that I've been thinking about recracking recently has been uh has been Witcher. Um just oh. mm. I'm, i've been like i, I get initials I, I i replay a lot of games like i'll get a new one but like a game is like a comfy sweater for me um and so i have a few like really strategic save points um in like my witcher you know like whatever nightmare difficulty run and really i just want to like replay blood and want to like talk to Regis again just like the first time but I was gonna say
2: you're just playing like a lot of like content dense games here yeah like another
4: yeah and it's funny because um uh I I'm, I'm married and my uh my, my my husband and my partner he actually works in game development you know making video games um and playing them as well and the two of us have completely diametrically opposed tastes he's like you know if a game takes more than you know 10-15 hours I'm not into it and I'm like 10-15 hours like what is this a game for babies <laughs> like,
5: <laughs>
0: Oh, that's act one.
4: <laughs> yeah, so um, so it's it's really interesting. Like you know, he's he's in the middle of playing Stray, which I'm uh, watching and enjoying a lot. But um, yeah, it's a, if if uh, if it wouldn't take more than a you know than a novel, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Well, that might actually be a good place to start with Disco Elysium. So I want to start by just saying how much I underestimated it. I thought, I mean, it's an indie game. I've heard so much about it, but I kept hearing that it's pretty short. Like when people were recommending it, they were like, oh, it's pretty short. And I don't remember the hours. I was thinking it was like 15 hours or something. Um, When I I looked it up because I
2: was curious, I was like, everyone's like, oh, it's about 22 hours. I'm like, oh, sweet. I have plenty of time.
0: Plenty of time. Yeah. And, And granted, like I'm house sitting for my boss right now. I was teaching up until today. Today was my last day. So like I had a lot of stuff going on, but I thought... Two weeks, like chipping away at it here and there, I'll have enough time. I think I'm probably over twelve hours in, maybe or ten, maybe ten to twelve. And I'm I just got to day two. Ron, where are you? That's that's pretty much where I'm at oh, as damn. well.
3: <laughs> I, that's what I figured.
0: Paul, how about you?
3: I am on day three, towards the end.
0: Oh, t- tab.
1: I just made it to day four.
0: And Ooh. you got to the part – so we mentioned in yeah. an, uh, an episode previously that listeners should get to about day five. Um, that was before Taylor gave us a very specific spot to stop, which is where we were all intending to stop. But it sounds like three of us have not seen that spot. I almost thought I did because, like, I remember the screenshot you posted and there was, like, a lot of shadow and, like, you know, light kind of bleeding through. And I got to the underground of this um, bookstore – Yep. it's like ho, a lower ho. level yeah and and you get you because that wasn't it I know yeah I was like <laughs> oh I made it already oh my god I have time to go and like and I do everything in there I'm like this is not it this is not the place damn it
3: it's, it's, um, it's yeah. not
4: the place Yeah, tragically
3: the horrifying bear freezer. Just a reminder of your failure to. <laughs> yeah. <that's> why I <laughs> um, just liked it. Well, the Apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do want to.
0: Okay. So with that out of the way, we're still going to talk about it as much as we can. Um, I, there's a lot. There's still a lot to say, I think even just having played through with one day, um, but feel free to spoil things. You know, we'll, we'll catch up eventually. Um, I will really try in these next two weeks to and I'm, I'm done teaching now so I can really kind of mainline it but we'll try to complete it by the, the second game club um, but I want to start with your character so this is it starts out with kind of a video game cliche you're an amnesiac you wake up and you don't know who you are you don't know what your name is you don't know how you got there but It's there's sort of a twist, I think, right? Like, did anyone find that cliche and kind of like, oh, we've seen this before, or was it, were you enough like, okay, well, there's something going on here, and does anyone want to talk about that?
2: I I think I like, I could I could see it, but I like I didn't mind it really. I think I kind of knew like a little bit going into it, especially when they were like giving the names of who's talking and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, so this is going to be a really fucked up mind game sort of thing. Um, I do want to say that I felt personally attacked when they were describing your character um, with my bulbous Polish nose. I um, <laughs> did not appreciate that. Um,
3: Ron, Ron, you should have came in today making the expression. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you've, you probably had
3: that facial hair before you could, I think. Oh you yeah. Could no, really I've, pull I've, def-
0: I've definitely
2: had the old English. I mean, I had, I, I kind of have it now. So yeah. Um, I just don't have the hair. I don't have the long hair. I do have a jacket though. That'll work. So shit. God damn it. I am that cop. (laughs) cop. (laughs) Tab, how
0: did you feel about wake about, about waking up into this character?
1: I mean, as far as it being like cliche, I mean, I saw it, but I was like, eh, whatever. We'll roll with it, you know? Um, and obviously there's a lot of different like thoughts rolling around, um, it took me forever though, to confirm like what my name was. And so <laughs> that felt like the mystery. I was like, I know there's a body hanging. I don't care. What's my name? <laughs> who am I?
0: <laughs> well, because, right. Cause like, there's a, a character that you run into whose name I'm forgetting, but he calls you Harry and you have the opportunity to mm-hmm. say, Harry, that's me. I didn't do that though. Cause I'm trying to play it cool. Did you guys play it the same way? Or were I, I you did, like I did the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I was like, I think I'm Harry, but this guy could be lying.
4: Yeah. It, it totally isn't uh it, this is I'm, I'm gonna try um just I, i've played this game through like three times but that said um up to the point where we were going to go today i'm gonna not say spoilers past that point because like i want the game to unfold for you i think the the, the game like disco elysium blind is really good um i will confirm though you can go all the way to day three where or i think possibly four um before you get the event that will kind of force you into confirming your name but yeah i i i didn't know my name for a while because i was trying to play it cool um the the guy that you were talking to was everard Clare, the union oh, boss correct. Yeah. And i'm mm-hmm. I'm sure that there's going to be some interesting political discussion later about this game because that's a whole thing but um <laughs> yeah did, did everybody look in the mirror i'm curious about this oh, yeah yes I've, I've, I've really i
2: looked. i i uh saves come a couple times to try to for uh brute force my way into getting it but that's a low percentage.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. You're you're you're, st- you're keeping the expression forever. <laughs> <It's, laughs> that expression is not going anywhere. <laughs> I um the first time that I played through, like you guys, I was I was totally blind. And when the mirror warns you, you know don't look don't look you're not gonna like what you see I decided okay so I won't look and I walked away and I just kept my uh I I just get it 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 won't show you what you look like until you look in that mirror so I think it took to like the second day before I even know what I knew what I look like
0: (laughs) wow so even the little like character avatar in the lower corner it won't wow holy cow (laughs) I must have gotten lucky because I I did choose to wipe the mirror and I don't remember having to save scum, so I must have gotten really lucky. What's the no, percentage? There, there's, there's, oh, a, no, there, yeah. there's
2: a save scum to remove the dumb expression from your face.
0: Oh. But yeah, so when you first a, start
4: the game, like you don't have your character like icon art, and it's only when gotcha. you wipe the mirror that they give it to you. So, you but see that I, big
2: old face. Yeah.
4: I was too afraid to, uh, to wipe the mirror, so I just <laughs> didn't know what I looked like until day two when my friend was like, please, you have to touch the mirror, it's
0: killing me. <laughs> Paul, how do you feel about the amnesia?
3: um i i liked it i think it's it's interesting and um wh- what i think is cool about it, it's obviously like a tool that's used for like use the excuse for people to explain like the the world to you and like everything going on in the game to you like you're a little baby who just showed up <laughs> um which is helpful because it's a really rich world and lore but i mean i was totally into it because um even though I'd seen stories like it before, like just the opening where like you hear like that, that, that sort of the, the voice of the narrator, like out of the darkness. And then like, my favorite was the limbic system. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah, I, know, man, I loved it. I was so in. I was like, this is so wild. And, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. And what I think is cool about it too, though, is like, so it serves some like really interesting practical, like logistical purposes, but it also, you can kind of lean into it at some key moments in the game to like get what you want. So like when you're talking to the, like the company rep or whatever on her boat, um, you can do a whole thing with Kim where you really lean into like, questioning your own reality and freaking her out and then like you kind of use that to with kim to get information out of her and i'm like oh that's really really cool so like you can play like a version of this game where like your central drive isn't necessarily to like keep it together it's to like (laughs) you know really lean into everything is confusing and i'm very confused but this can this can work to my advantage (laughs) i did like
2: that a lot i um ended up like freaking kuno out uh doing it by <laughs> by doing something like pointing to my head about like pig head or something like that. They're both like, Kim and Kuno are like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: Uh, I love that you did that, though, because I feel like you got the upper hand. Whereas like I was still so early in the game at that point that I was trying to play it cool and serious. And it even said like, no, you lost this. Like they, you know, Kuno got the upper hand on you because... You were trying to play it too straight and Kuno could sense that like you didn't know what you were doing. Um, and so I walked away like ashamed from that interaction and I was so mad. I'm like, this little fucker, I'm gonna never
4: let you live it down
1: either. Oh,
0: God. If I don't, if I don't get to punch this kid at some point in the game, then zero out of ten, worst game ever. But, um, or at least threaten him because, oh man, this little shit. And then the other <laughs> little shit over the fence. Oh,
5: you're, <laughs> gonna you're gonna ask me. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: The little shits. Um, but no, I I love the amnesia thing because it's it sounds like a trope. Like if someone told me you're a cop who wakes up with amnesia, I'd be like oh, I've heard that one before. Um, but it's like woven so deeply into the story of the game. Like it's a mechanic of the game that's like following you through. And what I love about it is like it's it's a puzzle in and of itself. Like you as the player are not just like, all right, I have amnesia, quote-unquote, so I'm going to inhabit this role and I get to make it my own. No. Harry Dubois, right? Dubois is his last
5: name?
0: Uh Our last name? Is a character. And you have to try to figure out who – you can shape that character a little bit, but you're trying to puzzle out who the fuck that character is, like, every step of the way. And I still don't – on day two, I still don't feel like I figured it out. I can't quite decide what I want to – at first I was like – I'm gonna go the, the the like clean route. I'm like, I'm starting a new, I'm starting fresh. like I, I don't know what happened before. I'm trying not to be judgmental because I think it's easy to to look at the mess that he's in and how people treat him and say, this guy was a real piece of shit. like, but I'm trying not to be judgmental because I don't know. like I don't know what his life circumstances were. So I'm like, he's a poor, sad character. and this is an opportunity for me to turn his life around. But the game, I don't really feel like rewards that. There's so many opportunities like you're pointing out, Ron, where it's like it's it seems beneficial to lean into the madness in a way. So I am still not quite sure who, who I am as Harry, you know? Do you guys have a sense? How are you playing Harry?
1: I'm playing him as like kind of a bumbling fool. Like, <laughs> obviously I know from what I have pieced together that my life is really fucked up and that I'm not a great person. Um, and so within that context, I'm trying to like sort of reclaim myself, but I know that it's not going to be this like smooth transition because of who Harry is. So yeah, I'm like, I'm trying my best, but I still like fail and fumble like a fool, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Ron, how are you playing it?
2: Kind of the same way. Just kind of like an extension of myself. Like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to be a piece of shit, and I'm not gonna be like you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna be you yeah. know authoritarian cop and all that stuff because mm-hmm. like that just seems like extra shitty for other reasons. Um, but yeah, it's it it's definitely it's it's rough.
0: <laughs> it is because the game it's not sets a very forgiving you. Game. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the game setting you up for failure, the game I think doesn't allow you to be a confident like put you know uh capable cop it's it puts so many roadblocks where you're like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it cool and the game's like, Okay, you wanna play it cool? Here's your eight percent chance to play it cool and I'm like, fuck
5: I'll try
0: it and I roll and it's like you failed and you Made a giant fool of yourself. Yeah. know, like, I know. Or I know. Y-
1: you
4: want to sleep at night? You got to sell some hubcaps first.
0: Oh
5: man.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna talk about that.
5: Do you, I'm, I'm making Taylor, sure
4: not to have this podcast just be like me asking you guys what decisions you made because I'm deeply interested. But yes, like uh, the hubcaps, the famous hubcaps.
0: Well, yeah. Well, so you are the expert. So if there are things, because like I'm going in blind as well. So if there, yeah, I, which I'm is trying great. To, like, Don't
4: look up anything. It's just it's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying. I'm trying to like steer, but like. If if you sense that I'm missing something and you're like, you want to like grab the wheel and, and jerk yeah, us into I'll, that lane.
4: For sure. For sure. I'm, I'm curious though. First, uh, I'm, I'm really curious about how Paul, are you also playing the, uh, yeah. the doofy sincere or are you, uh,
3: are, you are you going full <laughs> insane? So I'm, 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 I'm a sorry cop. Um, no. I, officially I, I, got, I got a couple sorry cops going. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm oh, a yeah. sorry cop. I, I think I'm also like, yeah, I got, I got at one point I was told I was also a very honorable cop. Oh yeah, you got got, sorry cop and honor cop. I I got honor cop and I did the thing where I shoved my thumb up my ass (laughs) in the union, you know, leader's office (laughs) and Kim was like, what are you doing?
4: (laughs) What was it like, uh, you know, the sorry cop? Like, won't the other types be jealous of sorry cop? I don't think so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm trying to be, cause there are, yeah, it's tough, cause like, on one hand, it's like, it's fun. I think with like characters who are particularly frustrating, or like, I don't think like they have you know anybody else's best interests at heart like it's fun to be like weird and do like dramatic shit with them like the the mom who runs ran the bookstore i was very happy to lie to her and pretend that i was like a paranormal investigator and whatever <laughs> and then and, and put on like a whole charade about like the curse and everything but then like um like tommy the guy who like works um he he's one of the lorry drivers or whatever like i i felt bad so like I tried my best to like be nice and be sympathetic and everything um but oh yeah it yeah it it is it is tough and you just never know you never know where any choice is like going to to lead um and i'm I'm playing as a very empathetic character so I have like Empathy, suggestion, um, Inland Empire, like, yeah. That's up.
4: The, the, my, my favorite. I, I know that this is one thing we also talked about, which is, you know, you have three pre-programmed sort of archetypes you can choose between, or you can build your own. And I've played all three of them, and I will say my favorite was my first, which was High Inland Empire, and those are all your purple stats. You're kind of – it's not really psychic abilities. It's that kind of, you know, extrasensory, weird perception. Um, but, Yeah.
3: But when you realize when that starts to actually be real in the game and you actually, like, know things about, like, the body that you shouldn't be able to know, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm
0: just starting to get the sense of that on day two because there's been a couple of times where my inner voice will say, like, but you know there's something about this door. Like, you feel it. And I'm like, I don't, though, because I'm trying to play it logically in my like, like I probably would in real life. But I'm like but the my goddamn inner monologue is telling me to do it. So I'm like, I'll do it. And then Kim's like, what are you doing? And I like open the door and <laughs> something's there. And Kim's like, Oh, okay. And like, and my whole fucking goal in this is to impress Kim. Can we oh, talk yeah. about Kim for <laughs> oh, a second? Yeah. <laughs> I love Kim so far. Oh
4: yeah. He's Kim, so, uh,
0: I don't know. He's just so like stoic and like professional, but we've got, I've cracked it. I've gotten him to crack a smile a few times. And so like he has a human side to him. Um, but he's so like non-judgmental. Yeah, Everyone else is like w- more than willing to point out what a giant fuck up you are. And he yeah. has in a couple of very subtle ways, like you were mentioning before we started recording, Ron. At the end of the day, how he was same thing with me. He's like, "Well, you didn't interview this person, and you didn't do this. Did anyone else not inspect the body?" I did. By the end of the first, me, me neither. First I thought play I, threw, I did. I not <laughs> Okay, so Paul and you, Paul and Tab, you both did. I you, tried. You like, I'm to remember you when have I got to, the You
2: body have to do. Down. You have to do the check, like right that's, without the that's, nose. Yeah, that's right. inspecting the body. Like you have to pull mm-hmm. your hand away because, like, yeah. I did it on day two, and I did it, and like I'm like, well, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to pass this, so I'm just like, do it, and I fail, and it's like, maybe you can go get some uh, salts from or ammonia from uh, the store, or maybe the gardener has some. But at that point, I already know the gardener's not the gardener anymore. Uh mm-hmm. and like I tried going back to her and she's like I have nothing to say to you I'm like all right well fuck I'll go to the store then I go to the store and buy it and then do it and then it doesn't work and it's like oh well maybe you need to do this you know internal you know monologue thing and I couldn't do it because I already had 3 of them filled so now I got to get another stat point to forget one of them uh, and then be <laughs> able to do that so I can't <laughs> even progress inspecting the body for or thinking about the body for 30 minutes like so I got to yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say you got like a little soft lock, not, not quite, but and then there's some th- there is some points in the game so that can happen. Like it, it's, I would say it's not possible to lose Disco Elysium, but I'm going to hold to that. But I am going to say it's possible to die. It's possible to lose the game and ha- be set back to a save point, which I'm wondering I if anybody did, did anybody died. get stuck behind <laughs> the dumpster? Any Anybody die by a dumpster?
0: I died in a much more pathetic oh. way, actually. Oh, hey, I
5: want to know.
0: I died literally kicking a furnace. I <laughs> oh, you I kicked had, the furnace. Why I did you kick the, the furnace? furnace? Because it was the only option left. I was like, I'd, I'd gone down there and looked at everything, um, and I and to 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 get the option that you need, which is to shout into the furnace. You have to go back up and talk to the the bookstore seller, the bookseller. Um, but before I knew that, I was like running out of options and I'm like, there's some, I'm supposed to do something with this fucking furnace. And so I had two bars of health left for, I don't even remember how I lost the other ones, but, um, with weird, weird things. Cause you're, again, you're just like an incompetent oaf, but like, I was like, all right, well, I guess I should kick it. Maybe, maybe if I kick it, something will happen and you kick it and it takes off one bar of health. And then it's like, health is critical. Take, take a supplement or something. And I'm like, wait, but. I still have a bar, of, and then it's like, and it just fades, and it's like, had a heart attack. You clutches <laughs> your chest, and you, and you went into cardiac, arrest, and then it shows you the newspaper. and I'm like, what the? F- I kicked a fucking furnace. Like, <laughs> I, oh, I, I
2: thought I had died uh, when I got the clipboard. Um, I got what clipboard. the
0: clipboard. Oh, do you get your clipboard? No. Oh, uh, why would there. you die from that?
4: your Inland Empire will warn you of the deep dangers that the clipboard. <laughs> that, so, that's actually how I. Died I kind of, I kind of won't.
2: Well, you don't die. Yeah, yeah. You just you, you faint. It, it basically goes to. It basically goes to title screen. I'm like, oh fuck, and it comes up back yeah. with the black screen and Inland Empire and the, or the the reptilian mm-hmm. voice talking and the Olympic system talking. I'm like, fuck it did did I literally just restart the game but no it's it's a faint it's a fake death mm-hmm. okay uh, you wake up from it but yeah I was like my god God damn it I've, I've already put this much time into it I gotta <laughs> start over like never mind I mean, I have to, I'm podcast. never getting I'm never getting from this game.
4: So, I think uh, one thing, uh, I'll I'll take the wheel and you gently here just to contextualize a little bit, um, which is we're kind of talking a lot about player choice, which I think is one of the most fascinating parts of the game, The you know, the player choice. And so, for context, um, the people who developed this game, uh, he was originally a novelist um, from Eastern Europe, Estonia specifically, and uh, one thing that they uh, tried to do – before Disco Elysium was a video game, um, it was a tabletop RPG. That's why this game sort of has like a really big tabletop RPG feel with the dice. And then the guy who wrote Disco Elysium or co-wrote it, you know, correct me on the wiki. Um, he wrote a novel that took place inside of that D&D world and it sold a thousand copies, bombed just like terribly. <laughs> and uh, the two people that then went on to develop Disco, like they both fell into like serious alcoholism. Um, and so they clawed themselves like out of their alcoholism. And then we're like, what if we do a video game? So <laughs> I feel like the context <laughs> That's of ridiculous. that, and it's basically like, how can, you know, in this day and age where role playing games, especially, you know, d d there's like a huge cultural zeitgeist um, around them, uh, you know, deservedly. So when you're like, this was a video game that was first, like first tabletop role playing, second, a novel, and only third was that ever a video game. I feel like it explains a lot of sort of like the choices that are made and like kind of how that plays out.
2: It would explain why it's so fucking dense too. (laughs) (laughs) So much stuff. And I love, I love too how it's all reactionary too. like based on your choices, even in just like that previous, like in like questions, like two questions before it, like it references back to a choice that you made that you think was completely insignificant it brings it back around and I'm like, no, you said this like, Oh fuck. I did. Yeah. Okay. But you let me choose it again. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's
0: super literary. Like there's so much poetic language. You just like dripping in some of the most mundane descriptions of things. It's, I'm not surprised to hear. I, I hadn't looked that up, but I am not surprised to hear that there was a novel because again, so much of the, And I've heard people describe this game as literary, but I never know what people mean because, Sometimes I'm thinking a game is literary in the sense of like structure but this is like legitimately the language is that of literature so yeah I really enjoyed that as well
2: And I do want to say uh the voice acting in this game is yeah. great with mm-hmm. the exception of the um little kids fuck that No the <laughs> no, no. kids are fine it's the doesn't uh, fucking the me- care the measure head <laughs> The measure, oh. He's the oh. only one that seems like he is not an actor. Like mm-hmm. it, just like the cadence in his voice just sounds it sounds like he's forced like he's forcing mm-hmm. it sort of thing. Uh everyone else though seems pretty pretty comfortable
0: in voice acting. Mm-hmm. I love the shopkeeper. Um the the pawn the pawn shop guy. Oh, I thought yes. his voice acting he, was excellent. He is,
2: he is one of my favorite characters so far, and I've only met him like twice.
0: Right. I, I, when I went in there, I was like, I don't know if I trust this guy. Like, everyone in this world seems so shady. This is such a grim world. This is like, it reminded me of like, um, like a, a Philip K. Dick novel with, um, oh, what was the other one that I was thinking of? I, it's like a Blade Runner-esque and like, it's such a grim future. Um, but then I started talking to him and he's a, immediately almost a tragic character. And then I'm like, oh man, I feel so bad for him. Another character who I, who I loved their voice acting was the woman that you call who used to run the Whirly
5: gig. Oh, Sylvie. Yeah. Sylvie.
0: Oh my God. That broke my heart (laughs) so much. How like, Mm -hmm. she's like, I quit because of you. And Mm -hmm. she's like on the verge of tears the whole time with how much she's like, I've been, I've seen some terrible customers and she named some sailors and people who are being really rowdy and sexually assaulting her. And she's like, but you took the cake and it's like and and I don't even know what I did, but I'm like, I I was so sorry. I can't tell you enough through this game how sorry I am. And that, that's why you get sorry cop. <laughs> uh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know if I I think I might have opted out of sorry cop. I think it came up. That's a lot. I think Yeah, I think I did because I was like, I don't know what the choice like there's gotta be other choices. Mm-hmm. And I opted into communism when it came up, so I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna maybe I'll we'll just see what else. I don't yeah. want to be sorry, cop. I'm sorry, but I don't want to be sorry. Like, there's two the uh-huh. two definitions of like I'm apologetic, but I don't want to be pathetic. Sorry, you know uh-huh. what I mean. So, um, but what other uh, voice acting or characters did you guys like or or gravitate toward?
1: Can I go back to Kim real quick? Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so there's Always. this moment. I won't I won't spoil anything. But there's this moment where you're having this conversation, and you say something, and Kim nods. And your option is to nod or to, like, ignore him. And I nod. And we're both <laughs> nodding and nodding and nodding and nodding and furiously. <laughs> and it was, like, this is so classic. Like, I love that dynamic <laughs> between them.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm more interested. I'll always have me go last because I just, like, I want to hear from everybody who hasn't experienced this game, and then I'll, then, I'll, then I'll come in.
0: Paul, do you have any favorite characters?
3: Oh, a ton. Um... I loved the Dice Maker yes. and the uh, – yeah, the name her name I can't remember, but she was really cool and, you know, frankly just made me not want to, you know, side with the, the bookstore you know, yeah. owner mm-hmm. even more because I'm like, oh, she's great. And she made me um, a cool like alligator jaw um, – you know, uh, die die, which is very cool. Um, trying to think if we also really liked. I love, um, and she is becoming more and more of an important character. But um, your neighbor from the beginning of the game, whose real name I actually just learned, I think, um, by passing a skill check. Um, but she is very like her performance is just so cool, and she is very very good. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad she's like Miss no, a
4: disco dancer.
5: Yes, yes, that's the one. (laughs) I love the fact that
3: she
2: is the first person you meet because, like, her character is like very like she's honest, sympathetic, and like just so well done too, and very well written. Like, I'm glad that's like the first person that you meet and actually talk to because it kind of sets the tone for like you're gonna you're gonna be called a shithead a lot. Pretty much. <laughs> did anybody yeah.
4: here, did you try and flirt with Miss Aranya, disco dancer? Anybody <laughs> here try that? I oh, did not. Please. I, I, <laughs> I,
2: I, I knew it wasn't going to go. I'm like, this is the first uh, skill check. I'm like, I'm not going to pass it. I'm not even going to try.
4: Oh, boy. Well, does anybody remember that dialogue crystal clear and would like to repeat it? Or should I do that? The 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 great dialogue that you get, you know, like 10 minutes into the game if you try and flirt with her?
0: I'm trying to see in my notes if I... I thought I did flirt oh, yeah. with her, but I don't think... Um, I didn't take a note. I, I don't remember... Oh, it's oh, so, I think it, you repeated it to me, though, and, yeah, and I, re- I, I recognized it, so please. It's,
4: it's one of my favorite lines of the game because, you know, of course, you're trying to do something smooth, so um, you're going to fail almost certainly. And, you know, you roll and you do fail, um, almost inevitably. And what you say is, uh, I want to have fuck with you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she'll be like, what was that? And you have the option to either be like, "I,", I you know, try and yeah. cover up what you said, or you can like repeat what you said with, you know, like more force, you know, like double down, stand behind it. Um, which, uh, it's, it's such a good way to start out the game because I do think uh, electrochemistry as a skill, um, all the voices that the skills have um, are amazing. But, oh, yeah, and I have yeah, to... Yeah, we, t- we could talk about skills yeah. as characters. So w- favorite characters v. favorite skills might be two branching discussions, but yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, well, I was going to say, well, one, yeah, and, and like I said earlier, the limbic system voice is the most hilarious and best voice in the whole game. I, I love it a lot, um, but... Uh, I um I actually yeah I did pass it because I I played it two different I started it two different times because it didn't save my progress and I exited out basically and my save was just gone because I started it and I had to, to to leave right away so I did it two times. I passed that initial skill check the first time I tried it, and it was way <laughs> less satisfying, you know, successfully flirting. Because <laughs> was yeah. just because like, yeah, because she's like, oh, okay, well, it's like only natural that, yeah, you know, whatever. And then she just leaves, and I'm like, well, all right,
5: whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: that's why. Like, I'm just glad, you know, when, when you guys were talking about this, I was like, don't save scum. Just you know, like let whatever happens happens, because a lot of times I think failure is more fun. Um, Uh, And I will tell you, I saved scummed at the mirror check. Um, Don't do it. Or like, you know, if you want to do it, just know I warned you against doing it. (laughs) But go for (laughs) it. Um, Actually, yeah, you should do it. And then you should report back on second day if it was worth it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, in in terms of favorite characters, uh, Kim. I mean, Kim is great. Kim Kim is great. I'm going to, I'm going to separate out the part of me that, you know, is just like, is a Kim enjoyer, like a Kim Kim fan, Kim Stan. We'll take that part. It's like, you know, that's, (laughs) that's great, but it's not for objective discussion. But I do think, uh, you know, Kim is canonically queer. You'll figure this out later in the game. Um, but I do think, you know, as, you know, as a storyteller, whatever way you tell stories, I think that Kim is just such an interesting case that there's, Why is he so likable? Like, you, uh, everybody has an instant love of Kim. Um, and you know, you're, I believe, what is it, your, your spirit decor says says that uh, the first time you meet Kim, if this building were to come down, uh, right at this instant, this man would undoubtedly die for you, basically. Mm, yeah. And that's all you get. Um, so it's odd because there's so many tricks that you can do to try and make a character likable. And typically, you know, readers will see right through that. They're not interested. No reader likes being played for a fool. But even people who play the game very, very differently, um, there is almost a universal acknowledgement of how great Kim is. and. Um, it's it's just interesting for me. It's like, you know, how, how do you do that? How do you how do you capture that lightning in a bottle to have a character that is just universally liked? And not only that, but, like, there's a lot of ways to not like him. Like, he is with you 24-7. It's not like mm-hmm. Cabbage Mercer from Avatar where everybody likes him because he has two lines. You know, like, Kim is with you ride or die, and he disagrees with you a lot. He will call you stupid. Like, he will tell you to stop talking, you know, like, but I, I, still. I think it's
2: because he's kind of like that honest, like, that, like, he, he he's your constant. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this is where you need to check back to sort of thing. Like he's your Jiminy cricket, I guess in mm-hmm. a way like he's always going to be there. He's going to tell you you're wrong. You fucked up or he's going to be like, yes, you know, that's a good, that's a good way to look at it. You know, sort of thing. Like he's always going to tell you how it is right or wrong. Like what you should be doing, I guess. But, but you're, but he's, he's not going to fault you if you don't like, he's not going to be like, He's not mad, yeah, he's, not he's just disappointed. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, He's not controlling at all, too. So,
0: I think Harry says it best on the balcony the first night when Kim lights up a cigarette and you have the option to say, Kim, how did you get so cool? And that's what, when he said that, I was like, it's true. Like, it's not even like cool as in like, oh, he's so stylish and all that stuff. He kind of is. He's like, he has this very like sleek put together look, but he's just, he's cool under like any situation. He's, he already has like five plans, you know, five moves ahead planned out. And so nothing surprises him. Nothing shakes him. Like even when you do something and your character is so fucking chaotic, you do something (laughs) weird and out of nowhere. He's just like, why did you do that? Like, it's it's not like he's like so shocked. He's just like, oh, that was interesting. Like, he's just so cool, like, all the time. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: I think that uh, that is kind of why everybody turns into Bumbling Oaf, because in this game, you know, you can choose to be all sorts of different types of people. um, And as you go through the game and you sharpen your skills more, it does get a little bit easier to succeed at the things you want to try and succeed at. But the kind of fan interpretation of Disco, you know, it sort of settles on, like, one persona, like, this is kind of what is represented. And it is always bumbling. Oh, Harry. Always, 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 always. And it's, I think, because of that Harry-Kim foil that, you know, you have Kim as the straight man. And then you are the opposite. You are that guy that has weird hunches. You know, like, you know, it, it is Kirk and Spock, essentially, what you're doing. Mm. You can't have two Spocks in the room. Like, you can't be cool and calm and collected because Kim has filled that archetype. It's, it's done. <laughs> Don't even try to compete with him. You could never be as cool
3: as Kim it is but i will i will say though it's not like trying to be as cool as kim but i do find myself trying to do things to impress kim yes. and make him <laughs> happy which oh, means yeah. often but, but which often means trying to get my shit together, you know, like, cause there are a lot of, and there have been things that have looked very fun that I went, well, Kim's my guy. It's a cruel world out here. And like, Kim's my guy. I just Mm. got that achievement where he like truly trusts me now. Mm. My empathy is telling me that he's constantly sort of caring about me and doing all these things. So like, I will actively resist the urge to like, go batshit in the situation because, like, I know that him. he will Yeah, you will be disappointed, you will be sad so, like, I do think, yeah th- that that's a really interesting dynamic as well, um, like, he is my Samwise Gamgee, and mm. I need to stop, you know <laughs> hanging out with Smeagol and
5: Smeagol <laughs> being a
3: electrochemistry bit. Yeah, like. exactly yeah. <laughs> electrochemistry <laughs> is my Smeagol every bottle of Speed or cigarette <laughs> or you well, know, like, um,
2: being being as how like cool Kim is, I did feel really bad about picking up the mug. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, got yeah. and, and you and yeah. you can't you can't get rid of it.
0: Oh, so I just so should I not pick it up then? It's up to you. I'll let you decide. Uh, you just said you felt bad about it. I'm I'm gonna I' will, leave
2: it. I will
4: tell you here I'll, I'll i'll go i'll I'll offer you just enough information to go the opposite way, which is if you pick up the mug and you do a certain other thing, you will get a cool moment where the plot kind of slots into place. No? Yeah. you don't have yeah. you okay. don't get the mug in your inventory, but you don't have to do that other mm. thing. That I all will adds, adds, picked it up,
1: don't regret it.
4: <laughs>
0: oh okay, okay yeah, I with Kim, like I feel like everything I do, I look back at him. To look for his react. That's in my brain. That's what I'm doing. I'll do. I'm like, I'll peel away the the foil from this wall, and I look back at him, and I'm like, how does he react? Because like you said, I'm <laughs> so worried about. Is he going to judge me? Um, and so sometimes I choose stuff because again, I still haven't landed on who I'm playing Harry as. Part of me is trying to play him cool like Kim, because that's the. If you ask me to create a cop, a, a detective, that's the detective I would make. They don't, the game doesn't allow you to play that character immediately. It, it, that's why I asked you, Taylor, before we started recording, is this game designed to, for multiple playthroughs? And you said yes, because like, it seems like it. When I'm, it's taking me so long to level up and you level up and you get one point and then you look at the board and you're like, there's so many fucking things that I could be putting these points, oh my God. And so I'm like, (laughs) it's, it's gonna be day 10 and I'm still not gonna be a good, cop, you know, I'm not going to be like the super cop that I want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think the game again is like that. Well, don't worry about it. That's Kim. Kim is your foil. Kim is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, acting in that in that role. And so I think for me, I just have to lean that opposite direction like you guys are talking about and be more emotive and, you know, lean into that weird psychic cop thing. But Joey, I know you all too well.
2: You're like me, you can't play the game I like can't, that. I can't. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, like, like, keep
4: following your heart. Because it's like, especially if you imagine that this was originally conceptualized as a tabletop game or a novel, you know, like there's not a way to lose because, like, you're deciding what story you want to read, really. You're deciding, like, what kind of person would you want to read about. And you get to sort of make that person. And I will say one thing that really interests me that I have complicated feelings on is, um, like, Harry's role as a cop. Um, because, you know, well, it's, there's a lot of feelings going on about cops these days. And I have a lot of those feelings, you know. And I do think that one thing that is really important to contextualize insofar as the cop identity is that we a lot of times will view this through like an American lens, which of course we would. Um, but this game is devastatingly Eastern European. I mean, just unbelievably so. And um, I visited Poland uh, the first, like, right around when I first started playing this game. And it, like, really dug in. And Estonia is, like, you know, about that same thing. Um, And this game was developed by Estonians. Um, So um, I think that... When we think, oh, we're playing a cop, we're playing this person with so much power, right? You know, and not only like, you know, literal power and authority, but some sort of like moral power. And I would argue that, you know, from the Eastern European friends that I've talked to, like, not the case not not the case at all in Eastern Europe because, you know, like imagine the backdrop, you know, you are raised with a total and complete distrust in any sort of governmental system. Your government is very far away from you at all times. You have no say in it. Um, there's natural disasters. There's a complete collapse in infrastructure um, and cops are just, they're corrupt. Of course they are. I mean, like literally the first day of the game, that's like, here's how cops can be corrupt. It's super easy. You literally have to fill out a piece of paper and you're asking people for money, possibly all day also. <laughs> While you're also investigating them for murder. So I think that like what you are is a powerless cop. But, you know, even as a powerless cop, you still have a lot of power. And the game will even say you can say really weird things because people are more forgiving for people in power. And like you don't feel like you have any power at all, but really you have a lot of power. So that, that kind of weird power dynamics of like you are a totally impotent cop is I think a really interesting character choice because if we're talking about characters, I mean the ultimate character here is Harry, right? You know? That you're you're making him, but there's some things that are true about him no matter what, which is his cop identity.
2: Well, one of the things like with the um you know being being weird and all that stuff when you're talking with the uh the union representative on uh, the boat. I can't remember her name, Claire. I don't know. Uh,
4: Joyce, uh Joyce, Joyce is the one on the boat. Um the one that is uh the union boss um who's in the big chair in the shipping container is Everett.
2: Okay, I haven't got to them. Yeah. The one of on the boats Joyce. Yeah. Um Claire, that's the last name. Um I I tried being weird and I I couldn't I, I couldn't get couldn't couldn't break her like i i thought i was being weird i guess i wasn't being weird enough uh and i did it twice because my computer crashed on me the first time i was doing it and That's i lost too weird. like <laughs> i was too weird i was just too fucking weird uh no my computer just like completely hard locked i'm like all right well i i get another chance i'll do it again and i did it again and like i felt like i chose different options and still got the same result i'm like I don't know how to be any more weird than what I was doing. So I don't know if it's intentionally making you fail it or if I just like, what are you doing? cat? not stop. <laughs> um, sorry. Elmer, I was playing with paper. Weird thing for the game to say it. Yes, I didn't uh, get that dialogue option. I'll say mm-hmm. uh,
4: jo- Joyce has some hidden depth. Um, if you're curious about your interactions with Joyce, you should definitely keep talking with her, including a very difficult conceptualization check that Joyce will give you. Um, you get a thought attached to that. Um, I, th- I think some of why Joyce was not as weirded out by you will eventually be cleared up.
2: <laughs> okay, so I just gotta just kind of push through and fail. Yeah. Okay, so I will do that. Uh, I do want to talk though, real quick, about the traits. What um, oh, first and foremost, I love the art style in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything about it. Yeah, is we got to so talk good. about that. Character design, everything is so good. Um, but the the traits. Those designs are incredible. So in the mm-hmm. doc, I posted a link you will see to an artist called uh, Brian Lewis Saunders. He did this series of self-portraits where he was basically just like, I'm going to take this drug and I'm going to draw myself, mm-hmm. I'm going to draw a self-portrait to myself. And looking at some of the traits and stuff like that, like immediately drew me to, reminded me of like some of these self-portraits that he did just in the sense of how fucking insane some of them are, huh. like him on morphine or the psilocybin mushrooms. Uh, and mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything about it is just like, the. I think the first one I saw was the reaction speed and, yeah, immediately thought of him. But yeah, these are really fucked up designs and I love them so much. Mm-hmm. Anybody else has some Can, interesting to say about mm-hmm. the art?
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I love it as well. Uh, like Harry's character design i thought it was so genius because i'm like all right i'm just i'm gonna be this cop this detective and then immediately i saw myself and i'm like oh no like <laughs> you know the character design in, in general are, are great but they really make him look like a piece of shit you know oh, yeah. he, he looks so just like worn
1: has anyone shaved <laughs> no
0: oh <laughs> no, no, you, know you shaved you fool
1: <laughs> No, no regrets. <laughs> regrets.
2: No, don't do it. <laughs> okay, so I
5: won't. Do, I won't do that. Then.
0: Uh, it's like real life. Like, yeah. Even
5: Kim is like,
0: oh, yeah, because oh. I have a beard, and when I anytime I've shaved, it's like once every five years or so, and I'm like, why did I fucking do that? Why do I want
2: to look like a ten year old? <laughs>
0: Damage four to morality. Um, <laughs> yeah. or wait, what is it? Is it it's Mori- it mora- m- morale? Morale, morale. That's what it is. Yeah. Um no I love the art style. I think like the the writing it's dense and confusing at first like I don't know what I'm looking at like I open the menu system or whatever and I'm like overwhelmed by how stylish it is but because it's not sleek but it's not meant to be sleek it's meant to reflect the world which is muddy and and chaotic and complex and all that stuff so
3: but it's like I, so detailed as well it's not like messy like right. it's, so much of it seems like very intentional and beautiful It actually reminds me a lot too of um, I don't know if I'm the only one who's watched this but um, Arcane on Netflix the animation style on that show which is absolutely incredible but yeah it's, it has a, a kind of like painterly. Quality to mm-hmm. it, which I just I, I think is amazing, um, and also some of the character designs, like Kim, he looks kind of like uh, Mike Mangola character as well, mm-hmm. which I really like, um, and and sort of the 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 style of the world, um, like all these sort of rich like earth tones and stuff. Like I don't know, yeah, it it, it combines a lot of different sort of aesthetic things that I really I really like.
4: <laughs> I'll tell you too that because uh, you're you're calling me out on all my favorite things. Um, if you look <laughs> up some of the concept art for Dishonored. You will see common threads from disco. Yeah. You'll also oh, yeah. see that there's yeah. a lot of like Central and Eastern European artists. Like, it's definitely like a, like a style choice um, mm. that I think is super amazing. There's also, um, if you really like the art, one thing that you'll notice is for some of them, um, if you think about the pose of Half Light, um, you know, if you're listening right now, please pull out your phone and Google Half Light Avatar Disqualism. And then if you put Kunos right next to it, the pose is almost exactly the same. Um, oh, cool. So, like, there's some that, um, you know, if a trait is really, really strong in a certain NPC, you might notice some similarities. And oh. you, you could say, if you've talked to Kuno at all, that he has a very strong half-light response <laughs> because he's, like, ready to throw hands with you almost immediately and, you know, like, yes. goad you into violence if you've gotten that far. Like, Kuno's half-light is, you know, like, 11.
0: <laughs> so you can punch him, is what you're saying.
4: That's Um, all I heard. You yeah you you th- th- there is a, there is a choice that you will get to punch Kuno. I will say though it is a red check and it cannot be retried. I
0: don't think, I don't think it's a choice for
5: so me. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe
4: save scum. <laughs> to punch save children. scum anytime you talk with Kuno because you may get the opportunity to clock him. <laughs> I just Dead? I feel
3: I felt a little bad for Kuno. I learned some things about him. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, continue yeah. on Kuno's
4: storyline.
3: Yeah, I, I, so, I definitely
2: I got to a point with him and I'm like. Oh, okay. I think, yeah, he's fucked up, but it's not his fault entirely.
0: Oh, man. So that must be in the little shed that has like a, there's like a metal door or a metal like um, sheet in front of it and you can open it. I failed that check. And so I was like, ah, oh, I'll retry it later. But it seems like that might be where you find out about him. Is that, is that you,
4: right? It's an opportunity. Yeah. Like as you continue to talk more to Kuno, you'll have an opportunity to Deep in your relationship is the wrong word. You, you might have the opportunity to get past the crusty and expletive-filled like, outer shell of Kuno, um, okay. and underneath you will find uh, a black soul. Um, but, 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 but I do, I do love him. So like you, and that's one, uh, the, he will eventually reopen that white check for you if you are not able to make it yourself, if you continue to talk to him. But, well, uh, yeah, I'll think
0: about it then. I'll think about it, but I do <laughs> want to go back to the, something we skimmed over and we almost, we almost delved in the hubcaps because oh yeah, the- <laughs> Taylor, you were talking about corrupt police, right? Oh yeah. And Harry, I get the sense that he's a, he's a corrupt cop. When you find the hubcaps in the back seat of the car, which, by the way, we you have to sell the hubcaps, right? Let me just verify that.
4: You do. I not. didn't want to. You, do, you not. do not. It is. It is oh, very difficult. Man. Um, but you, th- there are a couple of things you can do, and it, it, it's it's very hard. The game is setting you up to sell the hubcaps. So, like, okay. if, if you did, like, almost everyone has to. Um, the ways to not do that are, um, if you. Attempt to literally run away from Gart when he tells you what the bill is Um, and you try and strong arm him and you do a really high authority check, you can get him to knock down the bill enough that you technically can like scrounge, I believe, and find enough to sort of get by. The other opportunity that also is a very high check that it's hard to do, um, if you ask Joyce for money, she Mm. will give you money one time. Um, And she will give you how much your bill is, but like, it's very difficult and you sort of have to know your way around the game. Um, But it's sad, like they they absolutely are setting you up for the hubcaps and the game will not let you proceed by sleeping in the street because I tried because I didn't want. To disappoint my boy, Kim. (laughs) Um, And you do have the opportunity like at 2 a.m. when it hard locks you out of the game, you know, like time won't progress after 2 a.m. If you sleep, uh, you can sleep, I think, next to or inside of the dumpster and you will get a game over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... It will not let you do
3: it. (laughs) I will say, too, with um, money is so hard to come by um, <laughs> that I should be called Recycle Cop because I have my bag uh, <laughs> I have Cleaning so many bottles. streets. <laughs> yeah! I have turned into so many bottles for change. I also, though, I had a thought, which the thought system is really interesting of where you, like, invest in a buff but you don't really know what the buff is gonna be and you have, like, the temporary like effect or whatever and then it ends up being something. But... One of my thoughts gives me 10 cents every time I do a green interact <laughs> thing. Oh. and holy shit. That. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, as someone who plays very meticulously and insists on like looking at and opening everything, cha-ching, like that is, <laughs> who, who needs to be a corrupt cop at that point? Like, I, <laughs> it's, it's been really
2: good. A dime for your thoughts, Paul. <laughs> yeah,
3: hot, hot diggity damn.
4: <laughs> there was also um, – uh, this is the uh, I'm sprinkling in things to look for, um, which is one of you guys mentioned, uh, I think, Joey, that you're like, I'm pretty sure that Harry is a pretty corrupt cop. Um, I'll say you can find out a little bit more about your service record. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it can be a weird opportunity if you find this evidence without Kim. Um, if you have Kim in your party, he will immediately comment on it. But if not, you have to make a note to ask him later. But it's sort of buried in the dialogue tree that it doesn't immediately come up. Um, but if you discover eventually um, some of the holographic stickers that are on your things, such as your ledger or your coat, um, and then I think later other things, uh, Kim can tell you a little bit more and he'll tell you how to do it. So don't don't miss that opportunity.
0: But I I was (laughs) curious though because the hubcaps Kim was like oh yeah I confiscated I pulled this guy over for going five over the speed limit or something Mm -hmm. and he confiscated it is Kim
5: corrupt? (laughs) He he talks talks he (laughs) talks
0: about it he talks about it he's shy about it. He
2: He
5: he said you gotta do what you gotta do to
2: you know like he said they they were they, they. He took them thinking they were going to be evidence and they weren't going to be evidence and they never asked for them back, so...
3: Uh, but yeah. I think I think Kim thought they looked cool as hell as well. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, listen, ah, so I, sad. I, I, don't say It that. doesn't bother it doesn't bother me though because yeah. like everybody in the game, shades of gray in this game, yeah. and like that's if that's the worst thing I've learned so far about Kim. Like, it's, right. it's a, you know. Also, whatever. Joey, how do
1: you think he got that cool outfit?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he, but but again, he's so cool about it. Like, you can you can tell that he thinks that they're cool as hell, mm-hmm. but he's like. He doesn't. He he. The facade is so strong that you're mm-hmm. like you question it. You're like, well, but he seems he really does genuinely seem fine with it. Like he seems mm-hmm. like he's like, yeah, we have to sell it, but but yeah, I it still broke my heart because there was that slight crack in the veneer where I'm like, mm-hmm. but I can tell he's I can tell he's upset by this, and
5: because
0: mm-hmm. um, you ask him like, well, are you going to put him on the car? And he's like, oh no no no, that would be silly. And it's like oh, but you wanted them for something, you know.
3: <laughs> you you put, them put them on your on the car, car,
4: Kim. You're gonna look so cool. <laughs> yeah,
3: you yeah. can pull them off, Kim. <laughs> no, I wish um I did something later to um get back in the gar Gartier? Gar- 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 t- yeah, gar- yeah, 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 you keep getting back at I, Gart. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no, I I got into back into his good graces, kind oh. of. Um, I, I addressed the bird problem, and that's all I'll say. That's good. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe there's a way I could get those hubcaps back. So far, no. No, there, no. I, I will tell mm. you that there's no way to get them back there. They no! are gone forever.
4: There's oh, no way. No. You could never buy back. I, I will say, okay, sorry, I, I know that we're talking skills, and we do have to, but I have to double pack the characters just a second, because we got to talk about Lena a little bit. Lena the cryptos zoologist
5: oh yeah
4: <laughs> we you can't you can't sleep on lena because i think lena is such <laughs> L- lena is so great and is the person who gives you your first of, sort of first lowdown on reality which you almost inevitably fail if this is your first playthrough <laughs> of the game and she's so
3: concerned for you <laughs> like you didn't do do well sweetie (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah she's great so nice yeah one of the the few characters early in the game who's not like fuck this fucking guy
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like if we got the um like the polls of characters who are good and fairly sincere i mean like you got kim i i would definitely argue that um the pawn shop owner um, I think mm-hmm. is one of them again. Like not exactly a good person, um, but you know certainly not what you would call bad. And then you got Lena to kind of like round out this trifecta of just you know good boys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Lena is is the woman in the wheelchair? Yes, mm-hmm. in the beginning. Oh yes. yeah, I did. You, I asked her to join. I was like, I know, I know that this is not going to be because I know Kim, like the uh, the artwork and everything. It's Kim, but I I asked her and it said that she there was like a she she. Lit up a little bit and was like, Oh no. I paused and I was like, Is there something? Can I come back? And <laughs> oh,
4: the, it's this is actually a slight nod to um in the original scope of the game, you were supposed to be able to have a full party. Lena was originally oh, going to be oh, in your party. Oh, um man. So, so, so that you could That hit, makes so much sense now. Yes, that because that's I was Sorry, go. Ahead. No, that's that's why the icons are the way they are and in fact, um I believe that Kim like Kim was supposed to have his own different skills like everybody has, I think the skill set but people have released, you know, like that um I think I can't remember if it's canonical or not, but um uh Kim's skills and his certain stat blocks because um, you're supposed to have like multiple people in your party. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cuz mm. like I'll try to keep
1: the spoiler free, but there's a certain point where she asks you to do something. Right. And you go and do that thing. And I'm just like, this is so wacky and so bizarre. I'm not really sure what purpose it's serving. <laughs> hmm. But it was a fun little kind of side adventure anyway.
3: One, it would also make for so many moments throughout your adventures for their weird like differing opinions on cryptids <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to pop up where like she's totally into them, Kim is not having any of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love how
2: like completely dismissive he is of it. <laughs> like and, and she's just like, uh, no, you're wrong um (laughs) and that would
0: make for such an interesting dynamic if it was the three of you in a party because again if you're trying to play the i want to appease kim i'm going to play the cool you know stone cold detective route you're going to disappoint her but you like both of them so much that you're like who do i look back to for (laughs) you know what i mean for Uh like the the cookie because i want it from both of them because i like Mm -hmm. them so much so now i want i and i have the um I think it's called director's cut or uncut Mm -hmm. uh, something like that. Final cut. Um, Final final cut, cut, yeah. yeah. Uh, But now I want like an extra final cut with, you know, the three playable characters. So I don't know that that'll happen. It doesn't, I don't, I haven't heard that there's a sequel in the works, but damn, that'd be cool.
4: Yeah. I, I don't think so, which is, I mean, it's both sad, but also not because I think that, um, anytime that you do a continuation of something that allows you to have like, you know, multiple endings or multiple use, you know, they have to pick a U, right? Yeah. So like, I would, I would mm-hmm. totally kill for more disco, but I'd almost love it if Harry wasn't a playable character. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that you're with somebody else. Um, I will say one question that I have for you guys, which is like, uh, like, what what do you think of the mystery? Like at, at the heart of this, <laughs> all like it, it's it's a mystery, and it's got two mysteries. The first mystery is you, and the second mystery is the murder, right? Yeah. Um, And so, who who did it? Who, who
1: did F- it? If
0: I know. Me for all <laughs> I, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm,
1: on, I'm on day four. <laughs>
0: right, I'm on day two. Wait, Chad, did you say you know that already, or are you you're still not sure?
1: I'm closing in. Okay. So,
0: it's got to be someone in the, the, not the union, the, um, the dock workers, right? Cause people keep talking about, you know, they have their ways, they hire certain professionals that do certain things for them. Like, may, that's, it, maybe that's, that's a misdirection. Have you never
2: watched Law and Order? It's uh, like, that's a classic <laughs> misdirection, man. They, they, <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Yeah. That's so Kuno. It's 100% who know You get to kick
5: that kick. That's when
2: you
0: get to punch him. It's like, do you handcuff him or do you punch him?
5: No, it was,
2: it was the garbage can that you pat. That's, that's, oh. who, that's who did it. I've had it in the mailbox. I think it was the bear. Oh, the mailbox. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah bear's the an apex
4: the, predator.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was just he saw how high the energy bill was for that place. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so, so, um, I just yeah. had a, I, I had a major break in the, the case. I think. So I don't, oh. I don't want to say. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm I, I, gonna I had, ask. Yeah, talking to her character after learning a lot of things, I was like. Shit,
0: you can say. I think it's you
3: know, no, 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 it's okay. I'll say,
0: no, it's Kuno. (laughs) Basically, I I, I can't believe you already guessed it. Like,
4: put put away the rest of the game, you guessed it was (laughs) Kuno. Like, but what, what I will
3: say, based on that, though, I think the mystery is amazing because it does you get pulled in so many different directions. Um, that I, I, I like my idea of. What went down and how it happened has changed, like, a lot as I've gone on and will likely continue to change. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. So when you talk to the the boss, the um, the boss at the pier, the docks or whatever, mm-hmm. Everett, was that you said? Yeah,
4: Everett Clary. Everett.
0: Yep, Everett, yeah. Um, and he gives you the key to go unlock someone's house. Did you guys do that? hmm hmm I didn't do it. I faked it. I mm-hmm. don't know if it's going to bite me in the ass later. But you go – and it's like – because you, you agree to it because it seems like that's the, the only way he's going to help you. But the whole time I'm like, I don't want to help him. This guy seems like a, he seems like maybe the bad guy. So I don't want to help him. So, But I'm like, I got to do it. And so I take it. And Kim doesn't say anything at first. But then when we go to the door, I'm like, you hesitate and you can ask him. And I ask him and Kim's like, well, we don't have to do it. It doesn't seem like anyone's following us. And I was like – and Kim's got an eagle eye. He's watching, so <laughs> oh, I'm going to but listen but to Kim. But famously, trust, Kim,
3: Kim. Kim doesn't have an eagle eye, though. He <laughs> has a very hard time seeing, and that actually becomes an issue when oh, he tries to shit. shoot the body off of the tree. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how many of you got <laughs> of Kim a beano card? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, damn it. Uh, like, no,
5: wait, who's, no. who's
1: gotten the body down? Not Not me. me. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, okay All so right. only, only Paul and Tab, did you get the body down? Mm-hmm. Okay. How did how did you guys get the body down? Out of curiosity,
1: I don't want to spoil. Yeah, but you, you, you don't. Spoil, you don't guys mind. Spoil. Yeah, you, you don't. Do you have mind to, there's
4: many ways to get the body down. There's there's many ways.
1: I involved someone else. Yeah, oh, cool. answers the question.
2: Oh, <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> I. Okay, I <laughs> Keep throwing those rocks. I, I, I did it a he was, different he, way. He was, um, yeah. working way with
2: that strap. That's all. Yep. 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 Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. You Oops, did somebody. you did it the other way Paul. You need okay. the right D20 to you, you threw do. it at the No, no. No, yeah. <laughs> no so Kim tries at to shoot it
4: maximum velocity says Kudo. Yeah.
3: And then um after Kim tries to shoot it I was like I'll try to shoot it and then I was not expecting it to go well but I like aimed and really concentrated, and this is like one of the first moments where I'm like, maybe Harry's all right, you know? <laughs> I shot, I shot it, I shot it up, and the body fell, and I nice, like, man. and I, and Kim gave me a high five, and I was what? like,
0: Oh my god! No, I'm safe oh coming next year. <laughs> I'm
3: not missing out. <laughs> Absolutely not, not a bad like that. You, you're safe coming. And you yeah. know what's amazing too? The game ended right when that happened. You <laughs> won. That I said that you wouldn't <laughs> win, but you won. Yeah. Yeah it's like you you won you somehow won the whole thing. What, what else is there to do? Yeah. So
4: so here's a great question. Let's uh we we've talked kind of around Everard Claire, but we haven't really talked about Everard Claire and we haven't talked about his folding chair.
0: Oh God damn it. I sat in it. I yeah. stupidly sat in it.
4: What a jerk.
0: I was trying to play it cool again. I'm like you, you, you can't me. not
4: sit in it if you want to talk to him, if it makes you feel uh, better or okay, I, I uh, haven't yeah, found the way does. like he, he will, he will wait you out <laughs> because I walked out. <laughs> I didn't talk to him until like the <laughs> second day. Cause I'm like, I'm I see through you. I'm not sitting in your chair. And then he's like, fine, don't. I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's just a chair, who cares? And then you just can't oh. help but just
3: keep sliding down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <I don't> <laughs> Did you guys do that thing too when you first meet him where you like you're I think it was it was I can't remember what it was, it was maybe um Inland Empire, My Empathy or whatever is like don't speak like he's going <laughs> to do that thing where he waits for you to speak to establish mm-hmm. his power so like it's like you don't say anything and then he doesn't say anything and you don't say anything and you sit there for a really long time. You just I sit there uh, at each other yeah yep. <laughs>
5: Oh gosh.
4: I uh I think uh my second death, I think I died in that chair my first uh, my first playthrough. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle thinking about all those kids running really? around playing with my gun, you know, children passing it
5: around. <laughs> and like, you know, I was playing like a
4: real like sack of shit Harry. So I just picked all like the worst, like like, oh yeah, kids are playing with my gun, you know, like, oh no, I just, you know, like I was an absolute uh, I was an absolute shit show, and I died in the chair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was left Describes you like you're like oozing out in of the chair. Like, oh god! Man. Oh no! Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think I had to heal in the chair because that mm-hmm. was my mistake. Before was when it said yeah. I was crit- I didn't heal, so this time it like hurt me one one block, and I was like, "Oh god, I gotta heal." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I probably would have died otherwise. And I, mm-hmm. I just can't in these scenarios. Like poor Kim. He's like, my partner sat down and just started melting and he just died.
1: Can you imagine being Kim watching all of this shit play out like <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
5: oh,
4: it's 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 so good. And this this is why he Kim is the best He does. He deserves all, <laughs> all and yet, you know. Um it's it's super good i am uh th- did you do you have more questions otherwise i'm just gonna keep asking things joey <laughs> i'm just gonna keep being like oh what did you do I here don't,
0: well mm, i think we've touched on most of the stuff i wanted to talk about the art um mm-hmm. i feel like the art i want to come back to at some point like maybe mm-hmm. in the maybe the next episode or something like that because mm-hmm. there's probably a lot more to see um am i the only one who hasn't found my gun yet
3: I haven't
0: well, found gun. Like I haven't done done it. either. Okay. Oh, whew. I felt so. I feel so. And that's one of the things because Kim is like, at some point, Kim says something like, "I'm I'm disappointed that you haven't tried to find it harder or something like that." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm so sorry." Kim.
4: Think I'm of all so those sorry. kids playing, you know, like catch with your
0: gun. <laughs> well, they said it wasn't loaded, so it's like I guess that's. A, but it's just it's Kim's disappointment. That's what I'm. I'm like, kids. Okay, yeah, they'll probably end up hurting themselves, but. But Kim can't be mad at me.
2: So you did... Did you call? You called the precinct, right? About your missing badge yeah. and stuff. Okay. Oh, what a
3: mistake!
5: Jesus, that's
2: horrible. Those fucking cops are fucking. Yeah. like when you're talking about like, oh, these are European cops. It's different. It's not like American cops. No, those are d- just straight up. American oh yeah, those cops. are Dick. Like, those, those are regular <laughs> yeah. ass cops.
4: Officer Dick Mullen over here. Um, <laughs> I uh, I will tell you, uh, it is possible to go through the whole game without finding your gun. So if you want to find your gun, you're gonna. Have to prioritize that information. Huh? FYI. Mm, FYI, interesting. FYI, did you
0: guys find the rifle in the basement? Yeah, the I found the day? rifle. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah. I, I almost sold it, but Kim thinks it's really pretty. So part yeah. of me is like, oh, <laughs> yeah, present I, for Kim later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, nothing can replace <laughs> his hubcaps, Joey. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> what if I got four of these? Guys? Yeah, <laughs> and each some bottles. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, I can take him to that crane he looked at for a yeah. long time. He, that. he
0: he seemed really annoyed with me for moving the, the crane with the or the, the, the box. And then I can't open it. I can't roll. God, I don't want to roll it, or open it and fail. What's in that box?
3: Got to be what's something good, there? right? And, and, and why open it with with rhetoric? Right. When only you need to uh, persuade. I, I, I got to tell you guys. Okay. I did open.
4: not get that box open to my third playthrough of the game. Oh, <laughs>
0: oh shit! It is that, oh, basically. <laughs> and is it is it worth it?
4: Oh, I. I there is, there's some very cool story in there, but um, okay. it's set up like it's designed to be really, really difficult to get into um, for a reason. Um, okay. I will say too, this is, um, you'll notice like a lot of the things in the game kind of come together. Things that you don't think are related are going to come back will continue to come back. And this will be true for everything. But I also think uh, one of the kind of silent sleepers in the game, well, it's not a silent sleeper, uh, the political system. Um okay. I think that the... I'm really curious as to what you guys think of the political system because you have many opportunities to chime in about what you think about things and not chiming in is in fact viewed as chiming in um, and you will just get assigned to something else, uh, which some of you guys will get, but it's a little bit like the capo types where just like you always get a chance to have a capo type, they will give you the chance to have multiple political ide- ideologies, um, even conflicting ones. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious as to how you guys think of that because I'm I, I we're not you know through the game yet but it's a big part of the game
2: I learned the measure heads uh racial theory uh just because I wanted to I wanted to even against Kim's will or, or uh, better <laughs> judgment I'm like no let's see let's see I'm, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to use it against him and so far, no luck. So, <laughs> so now I'm just a racist cop. So I, I guess that's redundant. So, um, you're, yeah, now you're a cop. <laughs> you, can,
4: you can forget a thought, which is nice if yes. you uh, yes. do, do not want to subscribe. But yeah, I, uh, I me- measure heads racist ideology and the different racists that the game has is, I think, interesting because, like, so, you know, race and mm-hmm. politics going hand in hand here. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Revishall. Anyone? <laughs> it, 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 it's,
2: it's, in, it's incredibly, like I said, everything about it is like dense and like uh-huh. all of, they they spent a good amount of time writing stuff for every aspect of what you're going to choose uh-huh. and usually making you feel like a piece of shit no matter which way you choose. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it's almost like real life. Uh-huh. Um,
5: <laughs>
1: Yeah, at one point I accepted communism. Same. Um, and Same. then I can't remember what I did or necessarily who I was, um, interacting with. But then the thought popped up and it was like, fascism? And I was like, nope. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no, wait a second. let <laughs> yeah, no,
4: Nice try, fascism.
5: No more me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But wait, if you just hear him out, uh, no.
4: (laughs) I will say, okay, so this is, because this isn't going to be a spoiler, because nobody will go and do this, but you can subscribe to any political ideology in this this game, including you can be a fascist nationalist, and this is the least popular because it is, you know, of course, the ultimate disappointment to Kim. Like, you you know, like, how, how are you supposed to, like, say all of these racist things, period. It's even worse when Kim is there, as you know, like kim you know um so you can be a nationalist in this game um and what's really interesting about it is you know it's you have it only gives you minuses except in one scenario so you get negative one composure for being a crazy fascist (laughs) um you when you pick nationalist dialogue options um they damage your morale like anything yeah. else, you know, if you pick a you know a communist option, you'll know, get certain things, but here, like as you're spouting this you know like racial hatred, you get sadder and more bitter. The only positive thing is that alcohol buffs you. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, of uh, yeah there. like there's a couple of like fascist nationalists in the game that you will be able to talk to and you'll get different dialogue options because they like you now like so so you unlock story by being a horrible nationalist like it's not a good story it's not a story that you probably want to tell or have yourself be the star in but it's one of my favorite things about the game and that like you know yeah you can explore this option it's terrible people will talk to you, but they're not the kind of people you want to talk to. And they're not the conversations you want to have, but you know, like, Sure. If you want to yeah, hang out with Measurehead.
2: I got a question. Uh, for subsequent pay- playthroughs, is it just always like restarting completely fresh or is yes. there some sort of new game plus system? No,
4: all? no new game plus entirely restarting fresh. Okay. Um, oh, you, will, wow. you will notice a few things that are kind of fun because it's like if you try and sort of skip ahead, if you're like, oh, this place is important or I want to talk to this person first, uh, you will get minor kind of hints like there's one location in the game I know is important and I went and checked it. And my inland empire is like, you have a hunch about this place, but you mm. can't interact with it yet. And I'm like, uh, okay, get out of here.
2: <laughs> like, so it does hate you on some of that stuff. Like, okay.
4: Yeah, and I think that like, especially if you you play with a different archetype, and you play making different choices, like it almost feels like an entirely different game. Like when I was doing a little bit of research for this podcast, I'm trying to look at the different types, And there's a capotype I didn't even know existed, which probably none of you will get. So I will just say because it is suicide cop. And that's if you say enough suicidal things and or like, play around with trying to kill yourself. Um, oh, no. Which will give you different oh. dialogue options, and again, you know, like I think that this game hits really differently when you realize, like, it's made by two recovering alcoholics, mm. you know, who probably have battled with a lot of suicidal ideation, you know, and drugs and etc. Like, definitely there's a reason not. that it's very authentic.
2: I definitely picked a couple of those answers a couple of times, so hopefully, I'm not going down a weird track. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Ron! No, no, Ron. I was trying to get sympathy. Uh, Uh Uh didn't work out so well the line between
4: sorry cop and suicide cop is thin but it's there I know well I
3: like yeah and the reason why I lean so hard into um, sorry cop is like I want to stay as far away from like fascist bully cop Mm -hmm. as possible and I feel like sorry cop is one approach because I do end up saying I'm sorry a lot (laughs) because everyone's like you were a real jerk the other night I'm like yeah it sounds like it I'm really sorry about that so yeah uh, that's okay i wonder too how many dialogue options that's open because i've i've um, had conversations with characters that i feel like have been very tender and i wonder if my my apologizing has has made me feel or has made me come off as more vulnerable and approachable Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) but you can say i'm sure i'm sure all that's being taken account for like i said they kept track of how much i ran just because I was trying to breeze through this fucking game. <laughs> so. was that, is
0: that a default? Because I feel it isn't running the default. No, you double click to run. Oh, I'm on. I'm oh, on you're playing. So I think, oh, I you're, think you, oh, you automatically. I'm, 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 I'm PC
2: master racing this one. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going down the racist
0: route. I mean, oh, can, I, yeah. can, I, can I? All the measure heads ideology, you know. Just <laughs> makes sense.
3: One thing about navigation though, which I think the artwork and the, like the, the, um, environments are gorgeous. Mm I have gotten almost trapped in some rooms, though, where I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of here? Yeah. I was thinking about this specifically with the union boss's office, <laughs> where you have to go down the little corner and, mm-hmm. like, hook down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy has me trapped in here. That's his game. I'm just not getting out. <laughs> I know this is a storage container that he, like, moves like because he never leaves his office, so his office just moves everywhere. So I'm like, I'm just gonna play the rest of the game in here. And yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just, like, some environments, um, I don't know if there's, like, a solution to it, but I will say it's been, like, very confusing to, like, figure out where you're you're supposed to go. Yeah. Can I
0: sleep in here? He's like, yeah, I have a chair. Yeah,
2: there's definitely oh, like some no. environments oh, that, no. are, that are that a little confusing. That's why, I like, I am mm-hmm. like playing on the mouse because I could just, like, click around until he starts moving where I want him to move.
0: I'm like,
5: okay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's that makes it a little easier. Yeah. Speaking of measure head, though, I've only saved scummed twice so far, mm-hmm. and punching measure head was one of them. Did uh, anyone else do cool. that? I that's punched I tried. Yeah. yeah. I had to do it like five times, though, because I failed. I failed. I succeeded in punching him, and then you have to do another knockout hit. So I went to go punch him again, and he, he did the thing where he's like... Oh, I'm hurt. And he like caught my fist and I'm like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. Ex-
4: you tried so, to play it too. I know exactly the yeah. moment because you have the option to play it straight or be like a big mm-hmm. showboat. And if you play it straight, he anticipates you. But if you do something absolutely batshit, then you're fine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to fail. Because it says, like, do a spinning kick or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm I'm still hungover. I'm so discombobulated. No, we, it was like very fluid martial arts move. Um, and no one else was as impressed. I was waiting for Kim to be like, man, ba- badass, you know what I mean? Or, like, the ladies around to be like, oh, my God. No, no, it's just, you know. It's is never the answer. that hair. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well,
3: I was gonna say, but Harry is surprisingly like nimble. Even I'm not playing like a like a like a, a, a like a physical sort of prowess oriented character. But like, I remember when I was investigating the um the like the building with all the failed businesses in it, and I passed the like the huge like weight or whatever, and I just like picked it up. Um And I only had like a 17% chance of doing it, but I did it. And you're like, and you're, like Toss it. And you're like, what? <laughs> so like, I love that. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you're shockingly adept at, at all these, these fancy maneuvers or when you, have you jumped for your cloak yet?
2: I, I failed every single time I tried it. I'm just like, I, I'm going to give up.
3: I I was failing until I realized I need to take off my pants and my shoes because they were negatively <laughs> impacting. They were negatively impacting the. Um, the stat you need to succeed at that role. That's, um, that's <laughs> hilarious. And so I, I, um, yeah, I took both those off and then I flew through the air and like time stops, like you're in the Matrix and you're like, drink it in. <laughs> you know, it's like, you are a god. Yeah, you are incredible. Right, Nothing can stop you. I know what I'm doing
2: when I look this game up again. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> and, I love, I and
0: love then
3: that you land, And Kim is impressed, Joey, as well. <laughs> so Kim loves uh, you even more. <laughs>
0: see, I missed out on it because I didn't have to jump. I, Went up on the catwalk where the cloak was, that, and I just picked it up because, like, I went into the yeah because you punch up Measurehead, so
4: that's how you got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as opposed to getting behind, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing about Measurehead, though, is it has one of my favorite lines um, from Kim. So you're talking to Measurehead, and he's being all racist, and then I ask Kim what he thinks of the situation. He says, "I think this racist is better than the last." But the next racist will be a really the really good one. And so I thought it was like a joke. And so I said, How do you know there'll be another racist? And he's just said very seriously, like there always is and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh it's which like damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. damn, <laughs> like totally straight faced. I'm like, I can't deny he's he's right. But
4: mm-hmm. There will be another racist. Yeah. You have to find him, but he does exist. <laughs> I think. Um,
3: uh, did I see his mug collection? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
5: no. So no! Somebody has a racist mug. I
3: tell you what. <laughs> so worried about this mug. Uh, yeah. It's Kudo. No, I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> Kudo um, said some other shit. It's, <laughs> a, it's a little yeah. girl outside the bookstore.
2: It's actually her mug. Yeah. yeah. You
3: know, oh, can we talk about her? I can't remember her name, uh, but I feel so bad. Uh, it's Annette. Okay. Yeah, tell sweet me, Annette. tell me tell it to me true. Is there any way to get her inside? Sweet, sweet Annette. <laughs> no, no, no. I no! do not believe you can make it Annette inside. No! Uh, actually, maybe. Hold on.
4: Yes, if you shame her mother for the for oh. letting her be outside, I think you have to wait for it, but I think yeah. in, in subsequent days she may start to appear inside.
0: Uh. Otherwise, um, at yeah. the end of the movie, it's like Scrooge. Have you seen that movie?
5: <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll see I am thinking of girl.
0: They find the guy frozen in the sewer with the, mm. the watch, and he's like, <laughs> "No,
5: I we'll would have gotten to
0: him sooner." <laughs> so, um, but moves. yeah, so sorry, Taylor. Go. You you have more questions. I feel like we're not. Well, I think I think we're going to run out of time. You seem to have a lot of questions. Again. I is think that right?
4: only one because I know that we were running out of time. So this is okay. uh, th- this is for you guys, but also for me, which is like. Uh, You know, we're not quite halfway through the game because it's a dense game, and it's especially dense if you're playing completionist. Which I feel like for a story like this, it feels like anything that you don't ask, it just feels like you're leaving game behind. You know, on top of that too, like you get
2: XP for
0: asking like dumb questions too. So So
4: you kind of why would I not? You know, it's yeah.
0: And I'm not trying to play completionist. I'm not like I don't want to miss anything. It's like I don't know what I need to progress. That's why I'm doing everything. Yeah.
4: so it's like, like in the second playthrough, when you know in a skip, you can run way faster. But, um, you know, and I don't even really like to skip anything. But um, as we go, like, you know, as you guys go to hopefully finish the game, you know, like, I think what's the, uh, what's the foremost question at the top of your mind? Like, what's the thing that you want to an answer about the most or like the thing that you're most excited to explore? <sighs>
0: That's a big hmm. question.
4: It's, yeah. it's a big question. I'm just, I'm, I'm curious about, you know, like what is resonating with the game for people? Cause it's dense enough that I think people like the game or dislike the game or aspects of the game for really different reasons. So I suppose that's my way of asking that. Like, what are you excited about?
0: I think part of it's where Harry's going to land because again, I'm, I'm trying to gently nudge him on this like path of retribution and, you know, and it's not just like the drugs and alcohol. I want to clean him up or anything like that. But like, I want him to make amends. And yet again, the guy, I don't know that that's how I should be playing it, you know, because I, oh, I don't, but see the game probably accounts for that. I think that's my main thing is I'm trying to make Harry a better person for the benefit of those around him. Like, you know, Kim and everyone we've talked about. And it seems like such an uphill battle. So I'm curious about where that's going to land because it seems at this point nigh impossible. Like it, it seems like Harry is who he is and I can only change that so much. But that's that's what I'm going to be trying to do most. Like I can't I haven't really I don't even really think about the body. I'm so distracted by my relationships with other people. So for me, I think that's the the thing I'm kind of most worried about or thinking about the most going into the the rest of the game. Mm-hmm
5: yeah, because
1: at so many points, Harry seems so hopeless, right? Yeah., um, and you do have the option to express like suicidal thoughts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like even if Harry like solves the case and is a hero, but what does that actually mean for Harry's life? And like do we do we really get a full sense of his past, his history? Um, cause like, I still don't even know what happened in the hotel room, you know? And that seems like a significant thing and maybe I'm being fooled into making it more significant than it is, but like what led to all of this, right? Um, and, and why is it that this cop, while yes, acknowledging police corrupt, but like if I'm so incompetent, if I'm so off the rails, why am I still a fucking cop? (laughs) You know, and am I still going to be a fucking cop after this case? I, <laughs> I don't
0: right, because it, it seemed like he was at the bottom. Like you started mm-hmm. at the bottom. Like this was a story of like he he didn't kill himself, but he did everything but. Like he threw away yeah. all his own equipment. He was ruining all of his. He racked up this huge bill that he couldn't pay. Like it felt like Children he meant playing to with end his it,
1: guns. right? <laughs>
0: uh-huh. And so he like gave everything up and even just broke the whole room. And was like, I'm, I'm just gonna do it. And he had like a, a psychic a break. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: did I kill yeah. the guy in the courtyard? Right. I mean, I don't
0: know. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Oh <laughs> damn. Ron, what do you, what do you think? I think, yeah,
2: I think Harry's arc is the, is the main interest in me. Like, I don't give a shit who killed that dead guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn. And Paul, your main main question was about the hubcaps, but that's been answered. You <laughs> <can't>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One. I wish. Okay. I wish. Paul's, get Paul's those just going to delete ass.
3: the game right now. <laughs> hubcaps. Yeah. I've got. I've got. Th- okay. Now I got four. The hubcaps. Number one. Number two. Um. Yeah. Harry's past is super interesting because I found my badge recently and some other information. Oh. And I actually learned a lot of information about Harry. And what well, okay well, I will say, I've been wanting to avoid spoilers, but like Harry based on your record, you were actually like a really amazing cop in a lot of ways. Ooh, um, snap. Yeah, in terms of like how few people you killed, how many cases you closed, and um mm-hmm. a a whole lot of other things you turned down, like promotions, you know, which is like fascinating. And, and not in like a dishonorable way, like um, so I think there's a lot going on the that this this woman that Harry keeps thinking about um who wrote like the the letter that makes you pass out and like the apricot thing like I'm so interested in that um I think the central mystery is great um the circumstances of this um this uh this murder um get wilder and wilder um and I'm, I'm excited. You know who I'm excited to meet too? Um, the, uh, the eighth Hardy, um, mm-hmm. character, um, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm excited about as well. Like, that's a very specific part of the mystery that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Cause I felt, I had to kind of lean on Tommy a little bit to get into her lorry cab. And when I did, I felt really bad and she seems nice, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how it, how that goes. And then the other thing I'm interested in. So there's my own mystery, the mystery that like that, that I'm sort of investigating is finding more um, clothing options. This game, <laughs> I am a fashionista and this game has been phenomenal. Like all the clothing, it's super interesting. It's like funny. It, it applies like different stats. And I feel like I am right on the brink of like a really good outfit. I'm so close. I need to find different gloves and better glasses. And then I think I I absolutely have it. Um though I love the horrific necktie. It's so good. Um and yeah, like I love that your clothing is like a character um in this case uh and that you talk to if you have high, um, like sort of, um, inland empire stats like I do. So, uh, yeah, so more clothing. I'm so excited for that as well. So yeah, that's everything I'm looking forward to.
4: I'm, I'm super glad to hear. I will say, um, about, i dropping in like two pieces of, okay, look forward to this, which is, um, the scene that Paul is talking about is, uh, hands down my favorite scene in the game. You'll get access to it after day three. Um, I'll tell you after you cross the water lock. Um, just hug the north coastline. You'll know pretty quickly. You'll find some tracks. Um, I think it's a really special moment that's very like emblematic of the game. Um, you learn a lot, but I think you feel a lot. <laughs> Which is, you know, yeah. those those two things are together. And I think the way that the game decides to handle the pacing of that scene in particular and what actions your characters, especially Kim, do, I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, the other thing I will tell you, um, if I can remember, um, at this point, you've heard a lot of expletives and slurs in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you uh, one thing, which is, you know, the only slur that is bleeped out. Um, which you have all noticed. I'm gonna like say it and get this, you know, mm-hmm. demonetized or whatever. But I will tell you that it is um, <laughs> <It's> not <modest>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's
5: nothing left to take. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, Kuno says it a lot. So yeah. So is.
4: yeah, and what's really interesting is um, the only reason that that is the one that is bleeped out is that's the only one that's going to get you banned in Twitch chat. Um, so it's not because the game makers had some sort of moral quirk to this or because of anything in particular it is purely because you know in Twitch you know and they wanted people to be able to have that experience so know that like when you are looking at all these slurs whether real or made up like it is very much a very super conscientious choice Um, and you know if we didn't have Twitch integration you would probably get literally everything uncensored which I think is interesting choices
0: yeah for sure
3: I also say from that moment, um, I'm so glad I failed the skill check to whistle yeah. because I got to hear Kim whistle and it was beautiful. Yes. Ah. <laughs>
0: so we're going to have to have a group huddle at some point We're we're going to try to push through to make it through with the entire game in two weeks. If we have to push it back, we'll we'll see if we can make that work as well. Um, but if not, then plan on us finishing the game in two weeks. So if you're playing along at home, same thing, that's the timeline and if you want to write in and make, comment on anything that we've talked about, maybe we didn't cover something you wanted us to talk about, um, prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. You can also write in about the show in general, ask us any questions. Um, you can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Lost for Man. Ron's on Twitter at BigBadRon and Instagram at NotBigBadRon. Tab is on Twitter at randommox. And Taylor, do you have anything to plug anywhere people can find you? Any, any social media things you want to plug?
4: Um, I tell you what, like I mostly do art in my free time when I'm not playing Disco Elysium um, and other games. So I'm kind of if you want to go find me on Twitter. Um, but that's going to be, that's gonna be hard to type in. So don't worry. <sighs>
0: can they just search your name
4: uh no my uh i i have i've i've scrubbed that clean
0: oh, just because I get, to to, yeah yeah i don't want those students yeah. to know okay gotcha.
4: <laughs> so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna live in mystery and if any of you guys listening are my students you didn't hear that i'll pretend like i don't know you
0: <laughs> well i'll post a link to your twitter beautiful. in the show notes if that's cool beautiful yeah um and outside of that, thank you, Taylor, for joining us, and we look forward to having you again in two weeks. And so, I think that's about it. So, thank you so much for oh, listening. Oh, wait! And you know,
3: I don't, I don't have to say anything, but I'm getting an urgent oh, message from I, my I Olympic hear system. I something What <laughs> <back> could <home. laughs> <laughs> there's something urgent you need to share with the rest of the group (laughs) oh oh yeah thank you olympic system um much appreciated so disco elysium you know pretty exciting thrilling rpg um you know a lot of wild twists and turns um but also it's bleak you know it's it's so rough and sometimes um, you're feeling like you want to, after playing it, return to a, an old favorite game, a familiar game. You want a gaming blanket. Maybe you love The Witcher. Maybe you love Magic the Gathering. Well, if you, if that applies to you, whoever you may be, <laughs> not important, um, maybe you should check out Thronebreaker, a magical, beautifully written RPG that combines all those things. A little bit of new, a little bit of old, comfortable, familiar, uh, maybe Regis is in it. Maybe he's not. Um, it if it gets you to play the game? Um, sure, yeah, <laughs> I think he is. It's incredible, it's amazing, so well-written, cheap as fuck, available on any platform, and um, if your name is, let's say, Taylor, um, you should check it out. So that, that that's, I think, what my, my limbic system was getting at. Um, that's all I had to say. Can you please that's do uh,
4: the limbic system uh, saying, uh, care for a round of Gwent? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you seem like you would care for a round of Gwent. Thank you. <laughs> so would distract you from the encroaching darkness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm convinced. Yeah!
5: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: and with that, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will talk to you next week about Far Cry. So if you want to follow along with that, we're watching uva bowls famous infamous whatever you want to call it far cry the movie so um check that out if you want to follow along and then the week after that is of course part two uh unless we have to push back which we'll announce next week um of our game club for disco elysium so thank you so much for listening and we will catch you later bye bye bye,
3: bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god